In today's economic storm, people's retirement accounts are being devastated. Consumers are searching for a safe place to put their money. Are you feeling the same? If you are, please get ready to listen and learn about a new concept that will give you financial security and peace of mind. Now, here is the host of Become the Banker, certified financial planner and award-winning author, Joseph Quijano. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Monday to you. I'm Joseph Quijano, certified financial planner, and I'm joined with my son, Jordan Quijano, as well, a financial advisor. And um, we want to share with you today a simple concept that I call the three buckets of money. I truly believe that everybody, everybody that uh, is actually working, they actually have three buckets or three pools of money where the money that they're saving or investing or their assets are going into. Now, I'm not saying that one bucket is better than the other, but what I am going to say to you throughout the show today will be that we need to make sure that we balance our buckets of money. We don't want to have them lopsided. And I see it almost daily in my practice, and I'm sure my Jordan sees that same thing, that people have buckets of money that are totally distorted. They're totally, totally, one of them is huge, and the other buckets are really small. Well, that doesn't create financial security. To me, financial security has always meant that you have to have a balance, and the buckets of money that we're going to be sharing with you today, they need to be totally balanced to make sure that not, not one is out, outweighing or bigger than the others. Don't you agree, Jordan? Absolutely. It's just uh, from what we've talked about in previous shows, it all just takes that balance of making sure that your money's working for you and that you're covering the areas that are either losing money to taxation, losing money to risk, and, and building that foundation, just as we've touched on previous shows, to make sure that no matter what happens to the economy, that your money's always growing for you. So, so you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Just bringing that balance is key and just making sure that you have money in each area, not just one, not even just two, but all three buckets to make sure that your money's growing in an effective manner. That is right. And, um, you know, I want to make a point real quickly here, Jordan, that uh, I see that a lot of our clients, I mean, at least my clients, and maybe you can share some ideas about this, but uh, a lot of my clients are, they're confused at the very beginning. When I ask them the question, are you saving any money? I mean, I, I do that regularly. Every single meeting that I have with people, you know, I want to find out if they, if they are saving money, if they're putting money away in what I call an emergency fund, just in case something terrible were to happen with their income, their jobs, or, or like we're facing today, this pandemic that is affecting the whole, no, the whole economy worldwide. And a lot of the people that I meet with, they actually say, yes, I am saving money. I'm saving money. And uh, I said, well, that's great. Where, where do you have this money? It's not at the bank, but I'm, I'm saving money in my 401k or my pension at work. 
or my individual retirement account. And I said, you know, that's not really saving. Those vehicles actually are investments because the money that you're putting on those vehicles is not really a savings account. It's an investment account. Those accounts are made up of what? Mutual funds, maybe some stocks, some bonds. Okay, that's not saving money. The big difference between saving and investing money is very clear and pretty simple to understand. When you're when when you're actually saving money, you have no chance of losing your money. So, like if you save money in a savings account at the local bank or a CD at the bank, you're not going to lose any money. You may not be making a lot of money, right? But I mean, you're not going to lose it. Now, on the other hand, if you're putting money into a retirement account, like a, in the United States, like a 401k or an IRA, and this money is, is being invested in the stock market with mutual funds, when the market goes up, yes, you can make some money. But when the market goes down, you can lose it. That's not savings. Savings means that you, will, you have no risk, no risk at all of losing your money. Investing, on the other hand, you have the risk of losing your money. So I want to make sure that you're clear between the terms investing versus saving. Because the first bucket of money that I see people having, it's, it's what I call the pre-tax bucket. Pre-tax bucket. So that means that the money that you're contributing to this bucket of money has not been taxed. So it's pre-tax. So that means that the money that you're putting in it's going to grow and grow, hopefully, and it's going to be tax-deferred. I'm not saying tax-free. I'm saying tax-deferred. And tax-deferred is just meaning that you're postponing taxation. Now, unfortunately, and I'm sure that Jordan will agree with me, the majority of people that we see, I, I would say 99.9% .9 of the people that we meet with, and we have met with thousands of people throughout the years, their biggest bucket, their biggest bucket of money is the pre-tax bucket of money. Don't you agree, Jordan? Absolutely. That is. You know, that bucket, I mean, so what goes into the bucket? That bucket of money, this is where you're, uh, and, 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 and again, I'm, I'm talking about the, uh, the investments that go there here in the United States. I'm sure that Canada and some other parts of the world may have different, but it's maybe similar. Here in, in the United States, we have what we call a 401k. That's a tax code. So that means that you, you can actually put money into this account and basically, it's pre-tax, it grows tax deferred, and then what happens? What happens if you were to die to that account? If you were to die, in order for the money to pass to your beneficiary, 
your beneficiaries will have to pay ordinary income taxation. And here in the United States, it's over 30%. So they will lose. They will lose almost 30 plus percent of what you've been contributing into that bucket. The government. See, those plans are what, they, what we call qualified plans. You know, they're really, they're really government plans. You know, it's the title of the plans are like 401k. What is that? That is a tax code here in the United States. So the plans are made for the benefit, for the benefit of the government, not for your benefit, not for my benefit, and not for our beneficiaries benefit. So if you were to die and you were contributing to a 401k, let's say that you have Let's say that you built it up to a million dollars because you've been working hard all your life and you were thinking that you were saving money, saving money for your retirement, but you were really investing money, but it grew to a million dollars. Now, then all of a sudden you go see the Lord, you pass away. Your beneficiaries will actually have to pay a tax to be able to get this money and you will lose, they will lose, not you, but they will lose 30% or plus, more than 30%. Who knows what the tax brackets will be in the future? But right now, you know, just think about this with the global pandemic going on right now, the economy all over the world is suffering. And there's been a lot of bailouts, a lot of stimulus checks going out here in the United States. What do you think is going to happen to taxes? There's only one way that they're going to have to go, and that's up. They're going, to, they're going to have to go up. And that means that your accounts will be weakened by this tax liability. So that means that if you pass away, and I'm going into that subject, your beneficiaries will have to receive the money, but they will have to pay tax to get it. And that tax... Who knows what the tax practice will be? But they will, if, let's assume they were 30%. That means that they will lose, what? $300,000 out of the $1 million to taxes. I mean, you know, you can do a lot of research and I've and I, I done it. I mean, I've, I've been doing financial planning for the last 45 years. So I can tell you that I have, I have seen every single superstar, movie star, that have, you know, that have actually passed away and they pu publicly uh, made a record of what they left their family with. And the majority of them are in tears because a lot of their money was eaten up by taxation because their biggest bucket of money wasn't the pre-tax bucket. So what, so true. don't you agree, Jordan? Yeah, it's so true. It's just something that unfortunately people don't realize the not just the liability they carry on those accounts with the stock market i mean that's one pulley you have to always worry about is what's going to happen with the stock market what's going to happen with the economy it goes up it goes down it goes up it goes down but the other side to the equation the other pulley that's pulling on your account every single time is just what we're talking about is that taxation and we truly have no control of what the tax bracket is i mean a lot of times people think that you have 
abilities to maybe have a lower tax bracket when you retire. I mean, that's the whole goal for a lot of individuals is, you know what, I'm going to be on a fixed income when I retire. I'm going to be on a much lower tax bracket. So who cares, right? That's what that's what the mentality a lot of people carry. Well, nowadays, uh, you know, two things to that. One is me personally, I want to have the same tax bracket, if not more, when I'm retired because I want to enjoy life. I don't want to. I don't want to have a much smaller tax bracket and be on a, a budget that's not allowing me to enjoy my golden years of retirement. That's number one. And number two, even if you are on a lower tax bracket, again, who's to say the government will not increase the income tax rate? Who's to say the government will not increase taxes on not only retirement accounts but Social Security? Other areas that we need to help pay this, uh, you know, again, in the U.S. here, over 20 plus trillion dollars of debts that we are accruing more and more as this pandemic goes on. So you have to put money in all three buckets so that you're not relying just on this bucket of money to be there for you, but also just relying on hoping that the taxes are low and hoping that the stock market's up when you retire. I mean, that's a lot of hope and dreams right there. Don't you think, Joseph? Absolutely, Jordan. You know, I mean, I think you hit that in the head really well. So, you know, this bucket of money, like you said, you know, it's pre-tax. So that means that you don't have to pay, you're going to you're, you're gonna have to pay the government the tax whenever you pass away or whenever you retire. Because when you retire, you want to begin to start drawing money from that bucket to help you survive. And you're, and you're right. I mean, most people have the mentality, well, when I'm retired, I'm going to have a lower tax bracket. But that's really accept, you're accepting that you're going to be failing financially. Because, I mean, you certainly don't want to be in a lower tax bracket. You want to be in the same tax bracket or even a higher tax bracket to be able to enjoy your standard of living that, that you have right now. So if you pass away, your beneficiaries will lose money if you put all your money to that bucket, into the pre-tax bucket. If you retire and you start drawing the money out of that bucket to help you live comfortably during your golden years, you will lose money. And, and you know, to me, I think you're taking a huge risk a huge risk because you're not really saving money. You're actually investing money. So when the market goes up, yeah, your bucket will grow. When the market goes down, you're going to have a chance to lose your money. That's not savings. Okay. So that's the first bucket of money that people have. And unfortunately it is their biggest bucket, their biggest bucket of money. And um, I want to make a comparison before we go into break real quickly. Here in the United States, we used to have many years ago what I called, what it was called really, a defined benefit plans or the real pensions. That means that when you went to work for an employer, the employer told you, look, if you stayed with us till you're 65, you know, you don't have to contribute a, a dime to your pension. You don't have to contribute anything. We're going to contribute the entire amount that you're here with us. And, and there's no risk on your part. We're going to take all the risk. We're going to make sure that it's managed properly, that we're going to make money on, on, on the pension. And then all of a sudden, when you turn 65, you're going to be guaranteed a check for the rest of your life. 
how wonderful those pensions were. But today, there's very, very few defined benefit plans here in the United States. Actually, there's, there's actually less than 1%. So that means that the government replaced those beautiful pension plans with what they call now a 401k, where you have the risk of investing your money into and the employer has no risk at all. So that's the, unfortunately, that's the first bucket of money and people today, I have to say it is their biggest bucket. It's totally lopsided. So we're going to go on break and we're going to come back and we're going to be talking to you about the second bucket of money. Okay. So we'll talk to you very soon. If what you thought to be true about money turned out not to be true, when would you like to know about it? Most of us have been taught wrong about money either by our family or friends. Our school system does not have any curriculum to teach us how money really works and how to make our money grow without risk in any economy. By tuning in to Become the Banker radio show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano, you'll learn the truth about money and strategies to help you grow your money without risk. Are you ready to thrive financially in the economy? Listen for Become the Banker Radio Show every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Become the Banker Show with certified financial planner, Joseph Quijano. To participate in today's show, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also ask or comment by email to joseph at becomethebanker.org or text to 303-880-0887. Welcome back. Uh, you know, we, we were talking on the, on the first segment about the uh, biggest bucket that most people have, and that is their pre-tax bucket. And you know what? We, we want to educate people. I mean, most people don't even think to, to put money into that bucket because they don't know any better, really. They, they have not really been educated properly about the differences between, you know, the pre-tax bucket or the pre-tax pool of money, or the pre-tax accounts, whatever, whatever you want to call them, where they're going to be growing without taxation, and then you're going to be penalized when you take them out. And you see, I wanted to just make a point, because I, I forgot to mention that, that this bucket also has quite a few, quite a few restrictions imposed by the government. That means that you, or here in the United States anyway, you cannot actually touch the money without a penalty until after age 59 and a half. Now think about that. I mean, we have met a lot of people that have lost their jobs. 
We have met a lot of people during this terrible economic storm that we're facing. They lost their jobs. They got furloughed. And you know what? They had to tap into their 401ks, their retirement accounts. And they were under the age of 59 and a half. So the government penalized them by taking 10% plus their tax. So just think about this. On that instance, somebody would lose close to 40% of their money just because they suffered a setback that they had no control of, like this pandemic. So the government has rules for their benefit, not for your benefit. 10% penalty if you invade the pre-tax bucket of money prior to age 59 and a half. Now, the second rule that they have is that you have to start taking your money out at some point, and they give you an age. Today, they increase the age to 72. So that means that when you reach the age of 72, you must, listen to my words carefully, you must begin taking the money out of that bucket. Why do you think that they imposed that law? They call it here in the United States, required minimum distributions, RMDs, require minimum distributions. At the age of 72, used to be 70 and a half, but now it's 72, you must begin taking money out of that bucket. You know why? They can't wait. The government cannot wait to get paid their taxes. So you got to wonder, I mean, you really, got, you really have to wonder to whose benefit is that plan? Is it for your benefit, your family, or the government? No, I, I have to agree. It is absolutely, absolutely for the benefit of the government. And, and Jordan, you know, I just saw that you, uh, that you just did, you did some research about the United States national debt. I mean, right now, you said that it's what, over $27 trillion? That's right. Yeah. I, mean, could, I mean, could you imagine? I mean, I have no idea even what a trillion dollars looks like. Could you imagine $27 trillion? My Lord, why don't you talk about that, Jordan? Yeah, I think, I mean, it's, it's just, it's astonishing to see a number that big, as, as we all know. And, and I mean, I think, uh, like we said, I mean, obviously a lot of that money is to be needed during times like this. I mean, there's nothing wrong with help funding people that need assistance, especially during this COVID tough times. That's not what we're saying. It's just a matter of seeing how quick that national debt can climb. When I recall probably looking around the same time last year, this was probably sitting in the closer to 22, maybe 23 trillion. And yet we gained another four to $5 trillion just in a matter of 12 months. I mean, it's something shocking to look at. So you're right. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that, that, that is shocking. So that means that, you know, they can't wait. I mean, if they have this debt, if the government has this debt, they cannot wait over here to take people's money. They got to pay it somehow. Yeah. They got to pay it. So that is the pre-tax bucket. And unfortunately, it is the biggest bucket when we, when we actually meet people. 
And uh, the second bucket is what I call the tax advantage bucket. Means that it's a little bit smaller when we meet people than the uh, pre-tax bucket. But tax advantaged means that whatever you put into that bucket is going to be taxed at a better rate. So doesn't it make sense? I mean, to kind of balance those buckets right there? Think about that. So what, what are some of the uh, vehicles, Jordan, that consumers are putting into the bucket? Yeah, this is basically anything that you consider capital gains. You know, this is what you're going to be looking at for real estate, individual stocks and bonds away from your retirement accounts. You know, this is truly money that you are investing in, that you are taking action on that can make you money. And then once you sell it, and you actually claim all those gains, again, Uncle Sam's right behind to take his share. So this is that capital gains. Typically, you know, you see anywhere from between 15 to 20% on this on this area. Uh, on average, you've seen about 16% for capital gains here in the U.S., but it's anywhere between 15 and 20% on any properties that you're selling as investment properties, again, as individual stocks, individual bonds, individual mutual funds, anything that you again, are trading or actively uh, kind of looking for investment on outside of your retirement accounts. And, and again, this is a better tax treatment than ordinary income. So you're getting a, a much better tax treatment than you are uh, than you are getting with qualified accounts like 401ks and IRAs, because just like you said, I mean, you can pay as high as 32%, if not a little bit higher uh, with ordinary income tax brackets. Whereas here with capital gains, like we said, right around 15, 16%, that's not, that's, that's a much better tax bracket to be in. So a lot of people, unfortunately, still though, this secondary bucket here isn't as big as the first one. You know, a lot of people still, unfortunately, put all their money typically in, in that pre-tax bucket that we talked about. This is your 401ks, your IRAs. That's always the biggest bucket. For most people so if you can help build the secondary bucket you're gonna have a much better tax treatment when it comes retirement time or when you're starting to live off that income you don't have to pay 20 30 percent on your money you can get away with 15 or 16 percent that is so true and you know what what uh some of the investments that people put into that bucket you know it's like here and like in the United States, you know, we deal with uh, a lot of real estate investors and uh, even even people that buy a home or they have two properties, you know, and they sell them, just like my son said, you know, taxation will be at a better rate. Like maybe, I think it's right around maybe 15, 1.5%. I mean, that to me would be a lot better than ordinary income, which is on the high 30s. But unfortunately, again, most consumers have not been really taught properly about money. So their biggest bucket is the pre-tax bucket. The next biggest bucket, guess what? It's the tax advantage bucket that we're talking about. And that also includes investments like individual stocks, individual bonds, individual 
mutual funds, not linked to a retirement account. This is just individual stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. Because when you sell them, you have to pay taxes. And they are taxed at the capital rate taxation rate, which is about 15%. So to me, it would make sense for the consumer to have a balance, two buckets. I mean, I'm not saying that the first bucket is bad. I think you should have it. And especially if your employer actually matches your contributions, like if they give you, you know, a 4% match, that means that they, that's free money. By all means, take it. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have money in the first bucket. I'm just saying that you should be balanced. Put some money in the tax, you know, not tax, the pre-tax bucket, and then the tax advantage bucket. Don't you, Jordan? Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. So uh, well, looks like we're going to be going to break here. So <laughs> tossed it over here at an interesting time. But yes, definitely just uh, basically you just got to make sure that you have balance in both buckets, just like we said. So we're going to be taking our second break here. Uh, again, this is Jordan Quijano and Joseph. Uh, with Become the Banker here on Inspired Choices Network. And we should be back with you here shortly. Talk to you soon. If what you thought to be true about money turned out not to be true, when would you like to know about it? Most of us have been taught wrong about money either by our family or friends. Our school system does not have any curriculum to teach us how money really works and how to make our money grow without risk in any economy. By tuning in to Become the Banker radio show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano, you'll learn the truth about money and strategies to help you grow your money without risk. Are you ready to thrive financially in the economy? Listen for Become the Banker radio show every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Investments hit all-time lows, except for Become the Banker. Do you know how much money was lost in those accounts? Not one penny. Become the Banker is a safe, guaranteed return of 4% plus a 1% dividend. In a nutshell, you overfund life insurance on purpose to build a tax-sheltered cash account for retirement and for loaning to yourself along the way and not losing to the stock market. BecomeTheBanker.org. You owe it to yourself to go to the next seminar. BecomeTheBanker.org. Who's laughing now? This is the Become the Banker Show with certified financial planner, Joseph Quijano. To participate in today's show, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also ask or comment by email to joseph at becomethebanker.org or text to 303-880-0887. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I was just doing some research real quickly here, and I got to share with you something that I found really interesting about the, uh, the national debt. You know, you know do, do, you, do, do you have any idea what a trillion, one trillion dollars looked like? Do you have any, any idea how big that would be? And, you know, according to the National Institute of Finance, $1 trillion would stretch, now listen to this careful, nearly from the earth to the sun. $1 trillion would actually stretch. If you put the dollars together, it would, they, it, it would stretch from the earth 
all the way to the sun. Oh my gosh. So that means that it, it would actually take a military jet flying at the speed of sound, reeling out a roll of dollar bills behind it, 14 years, one, four years before it actually reeled out $1 trillion. Oh my gosh. Think about it. From the earth to the sun. And it would take a military jet flying at the speed of sound 14 years to achieve the $1 trillion. Now, could you imagine $27 trillion of debt? My Lord. I mean, I don't think, I don't think this government will ever be out of debt. But, I mean, they have to pay the interest. They have to pay something. And they're going to get it from people like you and I. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I think uh, one other piece I want to add here is, you know, looking back at that, you know, kind of tax managed bucket that we're talking about here. A lot of, a lot of people over the years have, uh, you know, considered that they need to buy gold and silver and precious metals, you know, over all these years, just to have some kind of value aside from the dollar, because the dollar, as we all know, is, is, is what we call fiat money, you know, Fiat money. There's no backing really to it. It's not back to the gold as like it was back in the past. The sad thing is, is you know, pretty recently, as of a few years back, this capital gains bucket that we're talking about, the government did a pretty good sneaky thing here, and they included what they call capital gains on collectibles, and this is also includes precious metals. And guess what? The highest tax rate they can tax on those precious metals. 28%. So not just the 15% capital gains, but for anybody who has gold, who has silver, who has these precious metals are now part of what we call this capital gains on collectibles. And, and before, you know, being just stamps, coins, you know, instruments, things that you would collect, you know, I can, I can kind of see that. But now when you start talking about gold and silver that people have been buying uh, for many, many years now to try to know keep some kind of backing and when the gold really jumped at its price uh, per ounce it, it a lot of people could have made some money well guess what that 28 percent tax bracket came in right after that and that's uh that's pretty sad because i think a lot of people don't realize that and we see that all the time when we sit down with people <laughs> you know that's kind of their i guess sometimes their emergency fund sometimes they say oh yeah i've got some gold at house i got some silver and i always tell them i mean that's good for what it is but you still have to find somebody to buy it it's not liquid that's amazing. Totally amazing. Totally amazing. And you know what, Jordan, we got a comment. So, and you may want to answer that. It's, it's right there in the chat room. So, I mean, so if you buy collectibles, oh, which after you. tax dollars, and then, you know, would you get taxed again? No, 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 not on that. It's just when you basically, when you buy uh, the collectibles and as they accrue in value or as they appreciate, once you sell it at that, appreciated value that's that's when you pay your taxes and so so again if you buy gold and and let's say the gold's worth ten thousand dollars because of how much you bought in today's world and you waited 20 years and the ounce went up as crazy as it did over here and now it's worth a hundred thousand well you're going to lose twenty eight thousand just right off the top 
just because of of taxes with uh, with that. Where most where most investments and the, the point I'm trying to make here, most investments are only that 15 percent that we've been talking about. Yet they consider these precious metals, even if you're investing in companies that kind of use a pass-through investment vehicle for those precious metals, like indexes to the gold bond, indexes to silver, you still pay that that 28%. Yeah, there's no way that we there's no way that no uh, that we're going to be escaping taxation, right? right. I, I think there was a saying here in the United States that, that there's only two things that are certain: death and taxes. I mean, there, there's no way that we're going to escape that. There's one tiny bucket that some people may have or may not have. That's the third bucket. So we talked about, so far, two buckets of money. The pre-tax, the tax advantaged. And now, for the remainder of the show, I would like to share with you the third bucket of money, which is entitled the tax-free bucket of money. And again, I'm going to say this, unfortunately, most people that we meet with don't even have that bucket. They only have the first two or maybe just the first one. So the tax-free bucket, if they have, if some people have it, it's the smallest bucket that they have. You know, during the seminars that we used to hold before this pandemic arrived, uh, we had live seminars, and we used to actually bring three buckets. We, we brought a huge bucket, and we called it the pre-tax bucket. Then the second bucket was a little bit smaller than the first one, and then we had a little tiny bucket. Remember that, Jordan? <laughs> a little tiny bucket. Absolutely. Yeah. Entitled the tax-free bucket. And I would open up the seminar by saying, you know, folks, you may be wondering what this buckets, what, what this, the, buck, uh, the buckets that I have right here in the front have anything to do with financial planning? What does the buckets have to do with you achieving financial success? Well, they have everything to do with it. And then I explained what we've been explaining to you during this show, that tax, the pre-tax bucket, the tax advantage bucket, and the tax-free bucket. And again, the unfortunate thing is that most people do not have what I call the most important bucket, which I believe to be tax-free. I much rather put money in a tax-free account or a tax-free bucket than the uh, first two. But the whole idea will be to have that all three buckets totally balanced. Not to have one be totally lopsided. And not to have one that you may not even have. I think you should have all three buckets, but make them, make, make, make them even. So the tax, what is the tax-free bucket of money? The tax-free bucket of money, ladies and gentlemen, it's really nothing new. The product that goes into that bucket has been around for over 200 years. The wealthy have known about it for over 200 years. At one point, it was, it was actually the best kept secret of the wealthy. The best kept secret of the wealthy. So what is that product? What is that account that creates 
the tax-free bucket of money. Well, believe it or not, it is a properly designed life policy. I'm going to tell you that again. It's a life insurance policy, but it has to be properly designed. It is not like any other type of life insurance. It is not, it is not like the life insurance that you may have now. It may not be the same as what your parents had or your grandparents. This is a very powerful financial instrument made up of life insurance. Why do they use life insurance to keep it tax-free? Because it is the only account, it is the only, it is the only thing here in the United States that is totally tax-free. And the government, and the government has actually created a tax code, and they call it 7702. And that means that if you research that, that is what keeps life insurance totally tax-free. So, as I said at, at the very beginning, I, you know, during this bucket conversation, I said to you that the wealthy have known about it. The wealthy know how to, I guess you could say, maneuver to their benefit the tax code. So the wealthy, for over 200 years, they have invested the majority of their money into life insurance properly designed and to keep their money tax-free and totally safe. Now, I'm not talking about death insurance. You know, there's two types of life insurance, death and living. I'm talking about a living life insurance product. Death insurance has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. This is actually a living life insurance policy that would give you living benefits. That means that the money that you put in into that policy will actually grow tax-free. When you pull the money out, it will be tax-free. And when you pass away, your beneficiaries will get it Totally tax-free. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. I mean, the policy that we're talking about will actually give you a guaranteed rate of return. You will never lose money. Right now, the policies that we are promoting here are, are paying 4%. 4%. Tax-free rate of return, plus our clients, our clients also get a dividend of around 1%. So right now, they're getting a 5% tax-free rate of return on a life insurance policy. Now, to make the uh, equivalent on a taxable vehicle, like on a 401k or a stock or a bond, you may have to be earning between 9 and 10% so that after paying taxes, you are going to be making 5%. But if you do that, you have the risk of losing your money, don't you? With, with this life insurance policy, 
you're going to get a guarantee 5% rate of return, tax-free, no risk at all. You're not going to lose your money. Nothing to do with the stock market, and it's totally liquid. How good is that, Jordan? It's great. But just to clarify, guaranteed 4% with with whatever dividends are on there, which today is about 1%. So that's where he's getting the 5 But just want to make sure that's clear. Guaranteed 4% plus dividends, which honestly dividends could be 1% like they are today, or they could be as high as 12% like we've seen 20 or 30 years ago. I mean, dividends are in addition to the 4%. And we'll get into some more details a little bit here after break. So this is Jordan and Joseph with Become the Banker on Inspire Choices Network. We'll be back with you here shortly on the how to talk about building that tax-free money with Become the Banker. If what you thought to be true about money turned out not to be true, when would you like to know about it? Most of us have been taught wrong about money either by our family or friends. Our school system does not have any curriculum to teach us how money really works and how to make our money grow without risk in any economy. By tuning in to Become the Banker radio show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano, you'll learn the truth about money and strategies to help you grow your money without risk. Are you ready to thrive financially in the economy? Listen for Become the Banker radio show every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Hello, I'm consumer advocate Tom Martino. For years, I've been telling you about a safe, secure investment that you can do for as little as $200 a month. Earnings grow tax-free. And better than that, during this recent stock market crash, they did not lose a penny. Even though investments hit all-time lows, those involved in Become the Banker are still earning their guaranteed return of 4% tax-free plus a 1% dividend. Isn't it time you at least investigate and possibly become the banker yourself? In a nutshell, you overfund life insurance on purpose to build tax-sheltered cash for retirement and for loaning to yourself for life's needs and pleasures, college, credit card debt, a mortgage, they can all be paid when you become the banker. Do yourself a favor. At least find out more. Becomethebanker.org. For the next webinar, that's becomethebanker.org. And for a video review, becomethebanker.info. It's time to take action and stop your losses. Becomethebanker.org. This is the Become the Banker Show with certified financial planner, Joseph Quijano. To participate in today's show, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also ask or comment by email to joseph at becomethebanker.org or text to 303-880-0887. Hello, this is Joseph and Jordan Quijano with Become the Banker. Thank you for coming back here. We're going to close out uh, the show with just kind of summarizing where we're at. You know, I think getting back to the topic here is building this tax-free money. Building a tax-free bucket that most people don't have in their portfolio is crucial. And we've talked about the three buckets between tax-managed was the last bucket we talked about. And this is going to be, again, really where your investments are, your individual stocks, your individual bonds individual investments like real estate uh, properties that once you do sell it, you're going to pay uh, capital gains tax on it, which is much better than ordinary income. As we mentioned, it's around 15%, uh, sometimes as high as up to 20%, but this is much better than ordinary income, which could be in the high 20s or even 30s uh, for some individuals. And again, the first bucket that we talked about 
this unfortunately is usually the biggest bucket is talking about the pre-tax bucket, your 401ks, your IRAs, everything that most people unfortunately are sold on today. Uh, that's their biggest bucket. This is the one that they put all their money in. So this is the bucket that can be based off of ordinary income depending on when you retire, how much your income bracket is, and depending on if you, you know, when you pass away, what your heirs will have to pay to receive that money as well. So what we find a lot of times when we meet with clients is the third bucket that we're talking about right now is the tax-free bucket is the smallest bucket for most people. If, if anything, most people don't even have tax-free money. And yes, there's municipal bonds. Yes, there's uh, tax-free accounts that you can build up, just like Roths. But what we have found with our firm is using specialized life insurance products happens to be one of the best tax-free vehicles. And it is because of the liquidity that you're able to use with the money and that you get that guaranteed interest rate that's backed by the life insurance company. You know, you're getting a guaranteed 4% tax-free rate of return. And in addition to that, we only work with mutual companies, which basically means that they share their profits with the policy owners. And the dividends are kind of the cherry on top. As we mentioned right before break, today's dividend is about 1%. But we've seen them high as 12% about 30 years ago, and we see them in between that. So really, you get the guaranteed 4% plus whatever the dividend is. And today, that's five. That's 1%, so you get a total of 5% on your money that's growing tax-free with no risk. And again, the best part is that liquidity. You have access to your funds without having to pay penalties like you do with 401ks and IRAs and without having to pay taxes like you have to do with the first two buckets. So this is our primary focus when we sit down with individuals is to try to build a tax-free bucket of money that they can use not only for retirement, but that you could use for today. When that vehicle comes up that you need to purchase, when you have a, a, a water heater or, or a furnace go out on you during these cold days, you know, these are the, the problems that we run across in life. And unfortunately, a lot of our retirement accounts or our vehicles that we invest money in aren't the best places to pull money from because you have to pay a lot of taxes. Sometimes you have to pay fees to get the money and even penalties. But with this become the banker's strategy using life insurance, that's the complete opposite. The money is liquid. You have access to the money without any penalties, without any fees. And the best part, the money comes to you and your family tax-free. So we really want to emphasize you don't want to just have one bucket. That's not what we're trying to say here. You have to have a balance, a balance of all three buckets. Not only the qualified money in your pre-tax bucket, because you know what? Maybe you're getting a match from your employer. You're getting free money. Take advantage of that, but don't have that be your biggest bucket. You need to have it all balanced out. Every bucket should be about the same. Your middle bucket, this should be where you have not only your personal property, but maybe you have two or three other properties that you're renting out. And maybe you have some individual stocks or individual bonds that you've inherited from family members or that you purchased because you thought they were a really good idea. Yes, build some money there as well. 
and most importantly, build up that tax rebucket so that you have money set aside for when you do pay taxes on the first two buckets, you're able to pull money from your tax-free bucket and offset what you would lose in taxes to Uncle Sam. You really need to have a balance of all three buckets and really focus on building financial independence. Have that independence that all your money isn't tied to just the stock market and all your money isn't tied to government regulation as far as you know being taxed if you accident before 59 and a half or that you have to take it out after 72. Have some money that you have control of and that you have access to at any point, no matter what curveball life will throw you. So that's today's topics. I mean, really, we really, really thank you for taking in to today's moments here because this is important. You have to have a good financial plan, a good financial strategy, and yet you have to keep balance with all of it. Is there anything you want to add, Joe, before we get out of here? No, I think uh, I think we covered that really well. And the key is, you know, just have the balance. You know, the three buckets are important to have. And uh, some people enjoy having the bigger bucket to be, uh, you know, the tax-free bucket. And that makes sense to me. Because I much rather retire with a tax-free pool of money than a taxable pool of money. So it's just a, a total uh, balance of the buckets of money. But that's it. I think, uh, I think that's the whole idea. That, so next week, we're going to be talking about a, another topic that is really important to all of us because we're trying to achieve total financial security. And we're going to be building not only on the past topics that we talked in the past, but also on new and exciting ideas based on today's economic climate and how to survive, how to survive this terrible economic storm that we're facing. So we want to make sure, you know, that you are with us next week. And if you want to go to the website that we have, you, you will get a ton of information there. BecomeTheBanker.org or just check our YouTube channel. We have thousands of subscribers and you will see phenomenal videos about different topics that will create your financial security. So we'll talk to you then. Okay. Take care. And have a beautiful week ahead of you. Thank you for choosing to listen to Become the Banker radio show. Certified financial planner Joseph Quijano will return next Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Until then, remember, rich people think like rich people. Poor people think like poor people.